it is a big challenge because smaller stores, um, you know, there's less economies of scale. They're getting delivery. The, the deliveries that they receive are smaller size. They tend to cost more. There's many reasons why smaller grocery stores um, often have more expensive food. There, there are uh, cities like New York that have special initiatives, such as the Healthy Bodegas uh, Initiative. Bodegas is what we call our corner stores. Mm-hmm. Um that help incentivize um, investment in the cold storage um, that's needed to keep fresh produce, um, as well as uh, helping store owners do things like put put the healthy choices front and center um, in the corner store, have skim milk um, options, not just whole milk, low-sodium options. Um, there's a lot that can be done to improve uh, the the selection that's available from small format groceries, and it's important to, to invest in those because those tend to be owned by local residents. They're not the big chains that you know, big corporate chains. They, they're they're people who've been in the community for, you know, for sometimes generations. Um, and so, it is something that um, deserves, I think, you know, public support. Is, is one key, and then neighborhood support. Let go into your your local grocery and let them know. You know, we need to let them know what we want to see, um, and not just assume that the selection that's provided is the only thing available. How do you get more people to care about this? I mean, you know, it's obviously an issue. I mean, people need good food. All of us do, uh, regardless of where we live. I mean, for many reasons, this is a problem that's lingered in Detroit for a long time. How do you move that needle and get get people moving in a direction where we can get the food to folks who need it. We're facing some very serious problems as a nation and and globally with climate change. And if we can't even address issues of basic human needs, I think it's going to be very difficult for us collectively to graduate to those bigger problems. And I think some of the the folks that are addressing the larger problems, they're great. And I'm, I'm with them on that global, you know, global climate change, and and then also more local issues of community development. But I think what we need to realize is that issues impacting individuals and families also need to be tied into that dialogue. So I'll give you an example. Um, If you think about the movement for black lives, which is ostensibly um, focused on police brutality, um, more black lives are lost because of diet-related illness than police brutality. It's not, I'm not saying it's an either-or. I'm right. saying address these issues as a continuum altogether. Understand the relationship um, that that food has is a very personal driver for activism. So it's not just something that we do in private in our kitchen. It's not just about having something to eat. It's really an issue of justice and equity. And I think when we think of it in those terms, that people are more motivated to connect it to the other issues that they care about, like school, you know, school achievement and community development, economic development, and those other issues as well. 